0: excited about this number. Like, I've literally dreamt of this number ever since I started doing drag. Maybe one day I'd be able to afford to be as sparkly and beautiful as I've always dreamed of. I'm gonna cry
1: again. <laughs> this crying? Let me get her lipstick, because I'm not doing it. You a grown-ass man. All right, I'll talk to you over there. <laughs> oh. I love you, but you're crying annoys me. If you continue on, sis, like you gotta be like do or die. Like in that fall, I would have loved if you would just posed. I almost just screamed Maddox! I get it, we all have those moments.
0: Beyonce, we saw the video. Ring the alarm. She fell down the stairs. But you get up, you hold it.
1: It's not that you fell, it's how you fell.
0: So I feel like any of our like longtime Marys who have prepared to hit play on this episode were expecting this to be the clip of the week. It's the most all right, Mary moment of this episode.
1: Yeah, I, I, I will say finding a clip of the week. Uh, was was tricky if we were going to find, like, a big discussion because I think the, the episode as a whole kind of spoke for itself. Uh, there weren't any real twists. There wasn't any, like, huge social justice corner moment. Uh, but this one uh, in particular, I think, uh, delves into a couple of issues that uh, kind of bring out the episode for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think someone even tweeted us was like, oh, you know, asking if we were going to go in on that whole thing about, you know, Um, or if we had cringed about Monique saying, uh, you're a grown ass man, you know, with all this crying and, and it's, I mean, I think it's a, it's a worthy point to stop on and not to like drill home some obvious point of like, oh, men can cry. We all know that. Yeah. But I think, uh, you know, it's in there for a reason. It's a response for a reason. And it's, you know, it's worth naming and saying, well, uh, what does that really mean? What does being a grown ass man really mean? Like, what does that feel like to Monique when she says it, you know?
1: Yeah. I, I feel like you're a grown ass adult. You just got to pick yourself up and go on. Like, yeah, you fell. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I did love her quote, right? It's not uh, that you fell. It's how you fell. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, the quote would be, uh, it's not how you fall. It's how you get back up, right? It's very, very Batman begins. Uh, it, it's how you go on after the fall. And, Farah just crumbled I mean you saw in her performance she was still shaking she stumbled again um yeah. and she she didn't know how to deal with this lack of perfection that she had in her mind and I feel like being a performer and being a drag performer is accepting the mess and going on and, and pushing forward you know Monique could have tossed off her wig and it got stuck and then she could have been shaken the entire uh, rest of the lip sync, but no, she went on because that's just how it has to go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it it does remind me of the, the infamous Latrice Royale quote of like, it's okay to fall down, get up, look sickening and make them eat it. Right. And I think like that. And I think this is like a nice kind of extension of that, that like, it's okay to fall down. And it really is about how you fall down. And, and that whole idea of like, when she says to Farah, I would have loved when you fell to have seen you start posing. I mean, that's, exactly like that makes a lot of sense and I think in some ways it's like it's not about you're a grown-ass man or and it is kind of you're a grown adult but in some ways it's like you're a drag queen you know this makes me think of like Tu Wang Fu and like the the elements you know the the lessons to being a good drag queen and one of them is like having this like indomitable spirit and you got to be you do have to be a little tough to be a drag queen because it's tough and uh, I think that is probably what Monique was leaning towards, but um, I think that's that's what feels true to me, you know? Th-
1: there was such a theme in this episode around Farrah, uh, and it started, obviously, with her walking in the workroom, and she's like, oh, yeah, I think people know me to be this kind of whiny, scared little girl, but now I'm strong and confident I'm 25. Cut to her crying, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. they also cut to said that... Go like that,
0: that talking head of her being like, how can you go from feeling so sparkly and beautiful to feeling like, you know, so tiny, like in yeah. r- so quickly it was like, yeah, wow, that all. That that glitter blew away pretty fast, didn't it? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. And even Monet, they there was a moment in the workroom when she was putting on the like anti slips on her heels, and she's like, "Yeah, if you fall, like you're done, your career's over. Goodbye."
0: And that was put, such an Act One gun. Yeah,
1: t- such like Chekhov's gun right there. It's like, mm-hmm. oh man, Farah, and you you because of that, you kind of expected Farah to go home. And to me, it seems like I mean who knows what happens to Farrah for the rest of the season, but they're setting up the story for her to have an opportunity to get up and fix herself and not be scared and whiny. Whereas Jasmine, she couldn't even own that she should have done something differently.
0: Yeah. I mean, we see in the preview for next week, it seems like there's some, you know, it, uh, it leads up to that. what is already seems to be an infamous quote Uh. of like, you know, some of us don't have to like, uh, four storylines, four storylines to, to get their airtime. But it seemed like the storyline <laughs> she was forcing was that, or at least the clip they they showed was her saying that her team said she was the weakest link. Said Farah right. was the weakest link, which makes me think, okay, maybe maybe she only goes two episodes. I would, of course, love to see more of Farah. I think she's. I, I just think she's uh, she's a likable energy I'm, I'm into it she, there's a Jocelyn Fox quality about her you know
1: I totally hear that I think she's uh, a gorgeous queen I will say though that if her brand is to whine and to moan that she, she's like oh and she walks in the workroom it's like okay I I can we move on
0: <laughs> Sure well and you know that's that's a great place to to maybe jump in is that a running theme i think of this episode of like maybe we need to move on from that you know Maybe, maybe i think some of the lessons from the first episode in contrast to season 10 michelle telling dusty i'm looking forward to a dot free face I think we're seeing things that we have seen a, mo- a number of times before, and I am looking forward to an insert, you know, meme here, free season.
1: Sure, and so Farah with this speech with with Monique, it it's interesting coming from Monique who has branded herself with Brown Cow stunning and facts are facts, and has so many catchphrases a part of her brand that they pushed. Heavily this entire mm-hmm. episode, and all the all the queens essentially have this brand, and then you have Farah coming out with her brand, which is gorgeous, whiny girl. You know,
0: yeah, yeah. struggling, yeah. right? So,
1: yeah, so I I hope she doesn't get a Chi-Chi Devane storyline where she's just kind of d- dragged, no pun intended, uh, right. along um, until you know they feel bad for dragging her along.
0: Yeah, yeah, because Farah, I think this season, it's like. Whereas, you know, queens like Monet or, or Monique, um, you know, even Trinity Taylor in some ways, like they kind of come in with a known brand and they're doing extensions of that. Uh, Farah has kind of the opportunity to be someone like a Tatiana who comes in. We knew her one way and now she's something totally different. Right. I think maybe that was the intention, and it doesn't seem to be off to a great start. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, every race starts with a false start, right? So, Sure. You know, she gets another chance, uh, which will be nice to see how she picks up from there, but who knows what's going to happen uh, next week. Um, I uh, think that this is a good place now to maybe tell our Marys what they're listening to.
0: Well, they are, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary? All Right, Mary, which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little beady-beady TV show. I'm Johnny. And I am Colin. And we are officially back on the on-season. We are kicking off All Stars 4, Episode 1.
1: I'm so excited.
0: It's all here, it's all happening This is, because it's this, and then it's season 11 And then it's back to season 7 I mean, like, my uh. my, my 2019 is figured out
1: <laughs> Totally Yeah Yeah, I, I'm excited You know, I know that they, they released the first 13 minutes uh, before uh, Friday And I was like, this is all solid gold I was loving all of the entrances I was loving most of the looks, which we'll get into mm-hmm. uh, And then, you know, I didn't fall for that gag The... Oh they're going to be in teams. Uh, I Ugh. was like, "No, no, 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 no. Stop it. Stop right, it. Right. I I do not believe you. Stop it."
0: <laughs> yeah, like and and yeah, why would why would anyone do that? Why would that be a good idea? <laughs> I mean, you know, we could play that game of like if they were in teams, you know, maybe a nuance if we do a nuance, we could do sure. that. If they were in teams, what would be an interesting pairing? Right. Um but yeah, I obviously, I think speak for most viewers when I say thank God. <laughs> it's a solo Always. race yeah oh
1: my god that would have yeah that would have been a true gag but uh, we'll see if there's any other twists um I thought maybe there there would be but uh, I feel like maybe now there's not gonna be much twisting
0: and turning uh, it'll I be mean all
1: stars it, as usual now
0: I'm sure we'll see eliminated Queens come back at some point I'm sure mm-hmm. we'll see Jasmine come back and it'll be kind of like when Coco came back for All Stars 2, and then it was like, oh, 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 bye, Coco. You know, like, it was just kind of like a little visit, you know? Yeah,
1: sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Oh, Coco. Oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> find the note. Find yeah, the find, note. Find
1: the note, Mon- <laughs> Monet, yeah.
0: <laughs> find the note.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Um. Anyway, so let's jump in. Uh, yeah. We have the, the workroom entrances. Uh, all of these queens know how important and iconic this now is they're they're all pros i don't think anybody kind of jumbles it uh there are some that i thought were interesting but uh yeah yeah, well, just, yeah go oh
0: ahead. oh, just before we jump into the entrances i i'm curious because we've seen this theme of like drag queens as superheroes right uh before and i feel like they're kind of putting this little frame story that like oh you know you're what are your drag superpowers and that each all-star is some kind of you know, it, it, I feel like they're really appealing to like their fan base and like a big sort of anime fan base and okay. um, superhero fan base. I think they're recognizing the, um, you know, where the interests dovetail. So okay. I'm curious if that framework is going to continue the season or if it's just kind of like, you know, like the Handmaid's Tale frame.
1: Right. I think it'll be just like the Handmaid's Tale where every now and then there's this, you know, Batman 1950s thing that happens, and A, that's a
0: blam or a... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kapow! Yeah. yeah, exactly. Blurg! Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, the Eliminated Queens are back! Shapam! <laughs> <laughs> totally. No ma'am, Shapam! <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, so let's... Yeah, so anyway, uh, as you were saying, Monique Cart enters.
1: Yeah, you know, I wrote down some notes of why some of these queens are back right like Mm -hmm. what do they have to prove why are they on this show again besides you know upping their booking fee and i know monique went home and she really shouldn't have uh she didn't know the words to her lip sync Mm uh and uh, one of her struggles was money right and how her looks just couldn't compare to Aquarias and Eureka's and uh, those types of queens that were just bringing it, Cameron Michaels. Um, and she, she just kind of looked a little brown cow, you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, she was just, you know, she was kind of like brown brown calf, you know?
1: <laughs> brown calf, yeah. Brown, brown calf stunning. Brown moccasin, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> now she's a shoe? She went from a baby cow to a shoe? Oh,
1: well, you know that phrase, oh, she's a little brown shoe?
0: <laughs> oh, oh, the old brown shoe? Yeah. I love that expression. That's, yeah, she's like, oh, that old brown shoe, yeah. that reliable right. Tom McCann shoe.
1: <laughs> right, but she's brown cow. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, so I feel like she walks in, um, I love that she has the duck to get in, she does oh, it so yeah. effortlessly. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: hello America, hello just, America. <laughs> yeah, there's this kind of like charming familiarity that, like, right away, I'm like, okay, all right, this yeah, is good. Back. Yes, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, I love Monique. I do hope that there are new catchphrases that happen. Um, I, I do find at the end of the episode, it's like, okay. What else besides brown cow stunning? I I hope that that's the last time, right?
0: And I I don't think it will because I know she was pulling something out this episode that she said, oh, this is for later. And it was more of the brown cow print. Um, I will say up front, uh, you know, as sort of a framework on Monique, two thoughts. One... Uh, I, I don't know. I know we got some response from some Marys about, you know, maybe feeling like Monet was a bit – or Monet. Monique was a bit much, uh, was maybe kind of overproducing or self-producing, kind of playing sure. a Laganja.
1: I, I think they all were,
0: really. I, I think – I mean, certainly, right? They, they all know, they know what the they're game. doing. They know but the game. But watching it again, I think that, yes, they all were, but Monique, I, I got to give it to her. She sells it, and I yeah. think that she has the potential – I thought she might, I didn't think so, but I think she has the potential to be the narrator of the season. She certainly is of this episode.
1: Oh, completely this episode. Absolutely. And I think
0: it is so cool to see a commentator become a narrator. Mm. You know, it's like a character actress who gets nominated for Best Supporting Actress Oscars getting the lead role, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like, what are you going to do, Eileen Brennan? What are you going to (laughs) do?
1: Oh God! Well, look what happened
0: to the cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the soup's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: no, I just need to powder my nose. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Trinity Taylor, uh, I didn't know the reference for this, but then I saw that tweet from Sarah Paulson. Uh, this is a Sarah Paulson send up. It's her her runway her runway her uh, red carpet look.
0: Oh, the the green twist ties. <clears throat> yeah. I mean the zip ties. Yeah. I mean I thought it was. I thought it was really cool. I, the body bag was a little bit more like a suit bag to me. I felt like she was she was giving like men's warehouse realness. <laughs> yeah, totally. She was serving you Sims. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna like the way you look. Uh, <laughs> Big and tall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was it was that was it men's warehouse with that bearded guy, that like hot raspy voiced bearded guy who was like, oh, "You're gonna no like way. the way you look," and I was like, "I like the way you look." <laughs> um you looking for a date tonight (laughs) but anyway i also want to mention i know that i think one of our marys had emailed us or tweeted us and called out the nuance of when trinity taylor first entered on season nine she introduced herself in the talking heads as, girl, I'm Trinity Taylor. Right, right. And right. I have loved that nuance. I, a friend of mine had called that out, too. And we used to say that all the time. Girl, I'm Trinity Taylor. <laughs> and I just, I, married, I can't remember which Mary it was. I just want to say, I hear you. And yeah. I love that. And um, I am so happy to see her back.
1: Yeah, she, uh, when I'm thinking about why she's on, I, I, the only thing I can think of is, okay, start with comedy and run, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that – I I feel like some people have maybe read this look, but I feel like this look isn't necessarily fashion. I mean, I guess it's kind of a take on someone's look that was interpreted as fashion, but to me, this is all drag. It's and zany, yeah. Yeah, drag doesn't have to be, like, red carpet ready. Sure, it's in quotes. Yeah, yeah. and the yeah. more I looked at it, and the more I kind of, like, you know – remembered that i was like oh yeah girl this is great you just look like a spectacle that's what matters right and, you, and everything's in place you yeah. know
1: yeah and nothing's flying off of it you know
0: no no yeah. and i just she it's it's just so good to have like the cool babysitter back in the room <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I,
1: I think her dynamic with the other queens will be interesting the way that she handles gia later Mm -hmm. on I thought was interesting how she's just kind of like nope have no time for it you know yeah well you'll see I'm not nervous you know
0: yeah like part of me now is like oh I think I'm a little bit team Trinity I just like I had the same thing in season nine where I was like oh I just didn't expect to love you so much you know
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah Trinity Taylor excuse me Trinity the tuck the tuck tuck. excuse me yeah That's just, right I've been saying that all week
0: Yeah Just you know On the subway Like This is like a montage Of different times you said it Yeah, yeah Starbucks pong, yeah. Free the tuck honey yeah, yeah Dentist office waiting room Yeah 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 People <laughs> ruffling their magazines Getting startled
1: <laughs> On the elevator Yeah, yeah right floor? Yeah, free the tuck.
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone's coffee shakes Splashes out of the cup <laughs> Uh. <laughs> it just gets more and more absurd. You're just like passing a funeral. Free that tongue! <laughs> Someone's li- delivering a baby and you like pop your head into the room. Free that tongue!
1: Yeah, there's somebody like holding a lot of a box of pizzas and it's just yeah. like,
0: free the oh. <laughs> they all go flying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, somebody's uh.
1: unwrapping a present. Free that
0: tuck. Yeah. <laughs> And it's just like ridiculous it's like a, it's like one of those infomercials when someone opens the cabinet and all the Tupperware falls oh, out. Right, right,
1: right. Like is it such a problem? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's Free. so over the top. Yeah. Free the tech. You yell uh, it out and a bus just like careens off, the, off a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah,
1: somebody's walking by a pool. Free <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah.
0: pigeons just like scatter. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh God. You know, as Jennifer Lewis would say, oh, God bless you all.
0: Oh, God bless you all. Oh, she can't wait to talk about her. Oh, uh, oh. she is
1: she is the crown of all stars for now. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah. Naomi, Naomi Campbell. Uh Naomi Smalls comes in. I'm sorry, but when she says you can't spell legendary without leg, I just went. And dairy.
0: And dairy, <laughs> and dairy. I know, I know. Uh, I. Uh, you know she's given me this like cool pearl vibe mm. that i'm i'm into because there's it's it's not like cold it's just like well she's
1: so aware i do feel like she's very grounded right yeah
0: yeah yeah she feels very grounded i what i like about her and really a lot of the the talking heads during the intros is very rarely are the queens throwing shade at each other. There's mm. so much of, like, recognizing, oh, my God, she's fierce, she's Well, that's amazing. Naomi,
1: yeah. Na- that's definitely Naomi. I mean, Gia was not doing that. No, well, she's
0: <laughs> obviously, yeah, the, the exception. But sure. Naomi, I feel like, consistently was you know, being fair and, and any shade thrown, there was always like a smile afterwards. And mm. I feel like that's part of her charm is that she yeah. just seems so much more mature than you expect.
1: Right. Like she was praising Manila and she's like, Oh my God, you're like lady bunny. And that was a funny joke, right? Yeah, she was yeah. done with a wink. Yeah. Right.
0: i yeah. <laughs> like Manila had this moment where she was just like, like her eyes were just wide and the smile was like, Oh God, like, is that what you think I am? <laughs>
1: god oh man yeah it's like when you ask like an 11 year old how, how old that you think they are they think you are and they're like 42 and you're like right god
0: damn it. right because they have no concept of what that yeah yeah <laughs> sure, they don't have any concept yeah, well, um, I, they, yeah go ahead i was gonna, I was gonna say i you know i thought about that it's like to some like very young fans they might essentially see manila the way we would see a lady bunny oh it's sure like, oh she's a legendary queen she's been around forever and right. forever is you know 11, 12 years, you know?
1: And that, yeah, that's forever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Naomi, I guess she she even says this in a talking head, but she wants to be more than a look queen, right? Like she has a lot more to offer. Uh, And I thought that her variety show was an interesting choice if that's what she's trying to do, because it wasn't until the last minute that she was actually doing something different. Uh, Otherwise, it was very much the same. And I'm like, okay, you're a fashionista and... We need something else, right?
0: Yeah, I. I mean, I'll I'll get into it more when we get to the performances. But I, I, ended up really loving her performance. Oh and, well, that
1: song is uh, fucking brilliant.
0: So. And just like she was just great. Well, we'll get into it. But okay. I, I feel like Naomi. She feels like it's like we when we last saw her, she was like a sophomore in high school, and now she's a senior, and she's really come into her own. Okay, and it's like still the same. Oh, that's Naomi, but like you can kind of see everything has gotten figured out a little bit more and it, she's spent more time with herself. You know what I mean? I see. Um, yeah. And not for nothing, but like Naomi and boy drag, what a handsome uh. gentleman <laughs> <laughs> he is. Bec- what a, what a stunning gentleman he is. <laughs> fabulous! Uh, but that's just, yeah, obviously. I don't remember,
1: you know what it was? I think on season eight, he had that really long hair that always yes. reminds me of like a horse mane.
0: Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, and now it's it's a little tight little thing on the top, and He yeah. it's, it's looks great. Yeah, it's he's got sweet. some new lips, but I'm not mad at them. <laughs> uh,
1: well, you know that's the sacrifice you make. It's like shaving off your eyebrows. It's like, yep, my lips are going to be gigantic.
0: You got to get those All Stars lips. Yeah, All Stars. What lips. Alaska did. Yeah, All-Stars yeah. lips.
1: Um, All Stars tuck. All Stars lips. Mm-hmm. Um, so Monet comes in. Uh, what are your thoughts on Monet coming in, Mary? You, I know you love Monet. Uh, she's a pizza queen. What's up?
0: Yeah, I mean, she is. She's a pizza queen. I mean, I I just think the, the energy and the spirit she came in with, guess who's black in the house, bitch? Like, it's just so, like, how do you not like Monet right away? You know what I mean? Right. I just think she's. She's so like yeah the Pizza Queen energy is all there. I do think that her entrance look on season 10 was was more of a moment than oh, this one. Oh thank you. Yes, yes. But her completely. makeup and hair I mean she's just she looks beautiful. The
1: makeup and hair was there but uh I was I was like girl you that's that's your entrance look. I was expecting more, especially when she goes in the talking head and she's like, yeah, I got to step up my, my looks. Right. Yeah. And that's more than just the hair. I, I do wonder if maybe she wanted to be more comfortable. She didn't know how long she'd be in the look. Right. Cause mm-hmm. they're waiting around. Maybe she was saving room in her suitcases. Yeah. Uh, and she knew that this wouldn't necessarily be a look that she had to put on the runway. So it could have right. just been strategic that she's like, yep, I'm going to wear this, you know, really nice little bodysuit. Uh, that mm-hmm. looks like a tuxedo.
0: I mean, I think that is certainly smart to think about. Like, okay, this is this is going to be a long day. Mm. And, like, I don't want to be – yeah, I don't want to be, like, really uncomfortable, especially, you know, at moments that everyone's going to be, like, watching every every move. And I think that being said, like, you could still wear that bodysuit and have it be more, um, more elaborate, more, in, you know, have more going on. Something. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, I, I'm just – I'm just happy to have her there. Uh, yeah, I love yeah. Monet.
1: I love her talking heads. The one the one criticism I have before we talk about her variety show later, but the criticism I have is like, okay, the sponge thing, I think it's past its prime,
0: right? I agree. I, you have to throw out the kitchen sponge at a certain point. Some, <laughs> sometimes, you know, you're like- You can like, microwave I'm not even,
1: it. You can microwave you, it to clean it, you know?
0: I, and I think she, I think you have. I think she has. But at a certain point, all of the like texture and all of the- the scrubbing bubbles are gone, <laughs> and you're really just moving it around. Yeah. And it's like, okay, it's time to like, because you don't want to get steel walled, Mama. That's yeah, all I'm trying to yeah. say. At
1: some point, it's all going to be soaked up. So right, right, be right. Wrung and out, like, Mary, you don't
0: you don't want to have to get an SOS pad. You know, sure. you're going to want to. You know what I mean? You A Brillo I mean? pad, man. Yeah, yeah. I I well, if you're lucky, it's Brillo. But an SOS, you're going down. You know. <laughs> Remember those SOS commercials where the pots and pans were doing the Morse code? Yes. tick, 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 tick Oh, my tick, God. That tick, that commercial is indelible to me. Sure. I that's think, how I learned like Morse early, code. <laughs> it's like early 90s, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Ugh. Marys. You know, there's certain Marys. They're like, I know what you're talking about. Well,
1: these sponges that she uses are, are their SOS brand, right? No, I think, green, the green I think and the ESO, yellow?
0: when I think of SOS, I think of those little like, they kind of like help you clean up the like. The, the cake done lasagna. You know oh, what I'm I see.
1: With like almost like the Brillo on the one side.
0: It, it's yeah. got the it, it's got the scrubbing action. Yeah, they're not uh, uh, they're not show sponges. These are work sponges. I
1: would have been gagged if she came out with a different type of sponge.
0: Yes. Oh, you my know? God. Yes. Like, I think move on from the yellow and the green and give us because I think there's been reads about that. It's like keep the same idea. But like what other color schemes do you have? Sure. sure. I yeah, I think it would be. If you're gonna keep doing the sponges, you got to do sponges basically 3.0 at this point. Sure, but I think Monet's got more to offer than sponges. I just
1: hope she wins some challenges so we can see her lip sync. Like that's what I'm really hoping for because if she is stepping up her pussy, right? I that's what I'm hoping is that she does, and and then gets to lip sync.
0: And it would just be so nice to see her win something, you know. (laughs) Um, But yeah, a season without Monet lip syncing would be a huge loss. A waste. Yeah, yeah, yeah why are we here? Right, right. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. Uh, I think I wrote down Monique calls out her look. Uh, you know, I think that's fair coming from her season 10,
0: you know, sister. Oh, and she says a thing, this is all stars four, and she does those little fingers, those little, you know, like walk like an Egyptian fingers. <laughs> is
1: that what those are?
0: Yeah, my notes say Egyptian fingers, but I knew what I meant. <laughs>
1: okay. Um, Gia comes out, and I'm sorry, it's very hard to top who would want to top um what, it's very what? hard to top her her entrance on season 6 with that huge purse uh, yeah. that i just loved but um i did love her line step aside boys cuz the real queen is here uh there's just something that just gags me and then she says i'm from season 6 and this fresh tilapia is now seasoned i was like which was
0: what? great yeah <laughs> That was really smart. There's – yeah, there's something, you know, obviously she's trying – well, it's funny because she – I think she's trying to distance herself from the absolutely kind of, like, ditzy element, but I think she's certainly not trying to extract herself from the, like – I think – of the crazy cuckoo cunt to quote Gia Gunn, I think maybe the cuckoo's going, but she's keeping some of the crazy and she's keeping a lot of the CUN.
1: Oh, for sure, and you uh, and I'll comment on that uh, as we go. But uh, I will say, uh, in terms of. Uh, what she said about you know being a trans queen and being a woman that you know participates in the act of drag that's a wonderful distinction that they put right up front Mm -hmm. right in the beginning uh, that I think is important Uh, you know obviously we had peppermint before uh, who came onto the show as a trans queen um, and then Gia Gunn now uh, you know uh, keeping it going
0: yeah, I mean, it certainly feels responsive both on the side of Gia Gunn and editors, producers, to like have that line in there in the first few minutes of, you know, I'm a woman who participates in the art of drag. I think after all the conversations that started last year, this feels, it feels like the appropriate response of like, okay, yes, you're right. Then here we go. Yep, uh, here like we go. It, You know, it wasn't kind of like, look at us, we're being good, we have right. a trans woman now, but it, it was calling it out to, to at least recognize that, Yes, this is valid.
1: Sure. Yeah, and that's all it needed. Um, yeah I I mean when she came from Monique about her look, couture versus hot glue, and then Trinity, ugh, calling Trinity the monster. I just love
0: Trinity's talking head of, "Girl,
1: Gia's going to let everybody have it."
0: Yeah. Oh, and I love when she says, "She's not the same person. She's worse." <laughs> The way she does it, she's worse. Is she's worse? I mean, that's like that's almost a really like that's almost something I want to say all the time. Yeah, she's worse. It's just so good. (laughs) She's so funny. It's so good.
1: I think I think we can actually stop here to talk about Gia's edit because she certainly is getting a villain edit, and I have Mm -hmm. to tell you, like, yeah, it's mean. Okay, she's saying mean things. Who knows if the other queens are also saying mean things? But Gia's. Mm It's a television show. They need to do that. They do need yeah. to keep that drama up, right? I mean, it mm-hmm. won an Emmy for a reason, and they need to edit someone to take on that role. And I, I think it's kind of cool that Gia's like, yep, I'm just going to be honest. That is not Brown Cow Stunning, right? Like, that. there's nothing stunning about it. It's like, okay, right. girl, speak your mind, you know?
0: Right. I mean, I don't want to literally jump the boom-boom gun, <laughs> But, you know, Valentina does say, you know, I, some people see me as uh, Miss Congeniality and some people see me as a snake and I'm fine with that because, like, I can be really nice, but, like you know, I don't mind a villain. And then sure. she makes that sound. <laughs> but it, And so it makes you wonder. It's like, oh, don't worry, Valentina. You don't have to be the villain this season. We've sure. got Gia, yes, you yes. know, it's or not, at least for a few episodes. Right, you know?
1: right, right. It's not uh, Villain-tina. Uh, it's, I'm trying to think of uh, a Jillen, right?
0: Yeah, it uh, Vanilla-tina. Because, <laughs> you know, she's, she's not Oh, Vanilla-tina, so, yes, yes. Vanilla-tina, vanilla-tina. yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds delicious yeah right (laughs) yeah Yeah.
1: um i will say there i mean Gia does go in like there when she she's very mean to pheromone like there she certainly has thoughts that i'm just like okay calm down like read the room this girl is not threatening to you at all like why are you being so nasty you know
0: this this was kind of like towards the end of season five with, like, the puppet challenge, like, when Roxy was really going in on Jinx, and it was like, Oh, right. Okay, I don't know if we're being funny anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think they say that uh, at the mirror. Uh, somebody's like, Oh, shit, this just got real, right? Farris says point that. where Yeah, yeah Farris says it. And uh, there's a point where Gia, I think, is not joking anymore. Yeah. She's just being honest, and it's brutal.
0: Yeah, because it, it's, she does it in this very, She's not coming at people. She's being very calm about it and very calculated in a way that she's she doesn't seem very phased and uh stirred up. She's just kind of stating it. Like, talk about facts are facts, America. And right. I think that's almost I like that's so interesting to see is like she's not playing it up. She's not getting she's not it's funny oh, where we're where Ferris says, Oh, you gotta like create storylines, because the way Gia's doing it is not by being a spectacle, but by being like stealthy in a way
1: i see what you're saying yeah uh yeah I, i'm very curious to see next week's episode uh i i mean you know if farah is being the whiny girls you know there will be the truth sayer that's like yeah stop it like you are the weak link you're I, I, this is what i keep here you know it's a reality mm-hmm. show she's got to stir up some drama but yeah. you know there's a way to do it 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 did come off. I'm like, oh, God, that hurts me even just to hear it, you know?
0: Right, right. I mean, and, you know, I, I guess down the line we'll see. But I think compared to someone like Bianca Del Rio, who would kind of just tell the truth and tell it straightforward uh, in, a, in a similar manner, you know, got away with it. And, you right. know, where where are the nuances? You know, what,
1: <laughs> what does she say to Trinity? She's like, what are you good at? Quickly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> quickly exactly yeah like i think there's like some similar confrontations yeah yeah
1: it's like she doesn't have any talent like what is she good at right like well, we'll I, uh, who was she sitting next to oh it was manila manila's like well hopefully it's not comedy we'll see we'll see what she's good at you know
0: yeah it seemed like gia was trying to like get some get manila in on the muck with her right. Mil- manila's like uh-uh, i'm gunning <laughs> for top three girl yeah.
1: right you, not my edit
0: could, <laughs> yeah you could play seventh all by yourself girl <laughs> We're not doing teams this season, didn't you hear?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, she was certainly trying to be the Raven, right, and try to
0: get yeah. people
1: with her to create a Heathers type of moment. But uh, yeah, she is uh, Manila's a booger now, you know. Yeah, well, who's Gina's the
0: booger now, <laughs> bitch? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, God. Uh,
1: speaking of pheromone, uh, I think we kind of talked about this, but she walks in. Um, you know, she she's she's whining and I. That's kind of her thing. It's it's cute. Uh, I thought her look was really bold to have her ass hanging out like that. Uh, it was definitely a glow up from her first entrance, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, she walked in. I said, "We got a goose on the loose here." She does have <laughs> a goosey quality that I really enjoy. Yeah, I think there's there's a sweetness about her. I just I think she means well. You can tell she's, she's she just seems like a good person. Yeah. Or you know, uh, I I don't know. I just I I feel that like oh, this is a sensitive little kid here, like a Miss Fame kind of thing.
1: There's there's something about her. She feels it feels to me that she's very aware of the cameras. There's there were many moments where I felt like she was putting on something and it mm-hmm. st- it, she still hasn't necessarily owned being confident. Right. I still feel right. like she's using uh, her armor as a tool and she doesn't necessarily have it yet. It, especially I think the first example is when she's talking about Valentina, you uh, And, oh, yeah, oh, of course I have her number. Oh, no, it's fine now. Oh, it's fine now. There was something there that was, uh, it seemed a little played.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's hard to tell because I do, that's the other side of Farrah is like how much of this is produced. I think there is an element of needing to play into the ditziness um, to kind of own it. And I, I think you have to be really smart to do that. I think there's still moments where it's, genuine like i was watching there was one of the sort of bonus clips on youtube of sort of a you know talking to the queens like q a before the queens entered oh right and one of the questions was like how would you feel if the winner from your season came back and all the different queens were like oh my god oh like that would be awful like it you know She'd be so fierce, like she's done. Like you know, the season ten queens were like, "Girl, you just won. Don't come back." And then it got to Farah. She's like, "Oh my god, if Sasha came back, oh my god, I love Sasha. That'd be amazing." Is she coming back? And it was like, and she was so genuine. She's like, "Oh my god, is she coming back? Oh my god, I'd That's love really that." Sweet. That's
1: really sweet. and it sweet. was
0: it was adorable. It was just so good. So I think, you know, I, I I think both can be true that she can be a genuinely sweet person and be self producing a bit.
1: Yeah, I mean the the self producing I. The thing is, and this happens with other queens, when they get a bad edit, right? The advice is always own it, own it, mm-hmm. run with it, right? I think Alexis Michelle has done that really masterfully. Uh, Farrah Mon had this edit of being this whiny kid, and now she is like, oh, yeah, I get the joke. haha, ha, Yeah, I'm whiny. It's like, well, mm-hmm. girl, I don't think you I don't think you're quite realizing because we see it play out. Like, no, it's still happening.
0: Yeah, it's like in season two of the comeback when Valerie says to Andy Cohen, like, I get it now. I get it now. Playing a character. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, but then she just like continues to keep falling for half the show. Don't you know, hit, people. It, Don't yeah, hit d- people. Don't hit people. Don't hit people. Don't hit people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, here we go. I'm off like a prom dress red. <laughs> I mean, ugh. Spending so much time with season two right now. But that moment in the first episode when the when the paparazzi come and she's like and she thinks it's for them. Mm. The cringe moments in season two are – there's less of them, but they're deeper. Yeah. No, (laughs) for sure. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, Yeah, sorry. Tangent.
1: Monique uh, has a shady moment. If you're going to have your ass out, you're supposed to look like J-Lo, not Mr. Rogers. I'm like, okay. I feel like she was looking for something to say. I'm like, Mr. Rogers, uh, he probably had a nice butt.
0: (laughs) He was thick, girl. I saw that documentary. (laughs) I would love to be his neighbor. (laughs) Be his bedmate. Come on, Fred. I'll give you some Mr. McFeely. (laughs) (laughs) Leave the cardigan off, you know?
1: I'm just imagining like one of those like porno sites, right? Where it's like, fuck my neighbor, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. a Mr. Rogers
0: theme. Yeah. 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 I know. Yeah. What would be, because it's kind of like dirty charades, like what would be the Mr. Rogers neighborhood? Oh, I, I, it's not perfect, but this is the best I can do on the fly. Instead of Mr. Rogers neighborhood. It's Mr. Rogers gave it to her. Good. <laughs> it's not the same no, syllables, but it's, it's all I got on the fly. Oh God.
1: Won't but you also fuck my neighbor.
0: <laughs> won't you fuck my neighbor? Exactly. Won't you pee on me? Neighbor. Yeah.
1: Oh, wonderful. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh. Um, Oh, I guess. I also, I was I I was half expecting like when you said about Naomi with the legs and dairy. I thought that Monique was going to say it's supposed to look like J Lo, not Jello.
1: Oh, but, she missed it.
0: She missed yeah, it. Yeah, not to be Darian Lake over here coming up with the puns before a root could. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I will say uh, I had no problem with Farah's ass. I I, no. I don't know maybe I have low standards. I don't know. I I mean I know what a muscle ass looks like. I know what oh, sure. I know what like Trinity Tuck's ass looks like, and it's silicone, right?
0: Yeah. Well I think so I watched the the pit stop because Trixie hosted it this week, friend of the podcast, Trixie Mattel, and she was saying that like if you're not gonna wear tights, you have to put some foundation on. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, I guess that makes sense. Maybe to like even everything out. Right. I could get that. One yeah.
1: skinny legend says, yes.
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, what does she know about what ass is there to pad when you're a skitty legend, you know, (laughs) or to or to paint, you know. (laughs)
1: Um, Jasmine Masters comes in. You know, she is to me. She's a nice addition to this cast. She looks Mm -hmm. classy. I love a pantsuit. Um, For me, what does she have to prove here? She even says that she's like, I just want to prove to people that I am a great drag queen. I, to be honest with you, I don't think she needs to do that. Like, no. I'm glad that she's on the show, but she doesn't necessarily need to be. She shines in so many other different facets of media.
0: Yeah, and I don't think that Jasmine personally needs Drag Race to tell her she's a good drag queen. Right. I think the thesis of Jasmine Masters has been: I don't need Drag Race to tell me I'm a good drag queen. Right? Um, she's smarter. You know, I yeah, what's that? She's smarter than that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like she's she's done that work to get to know who Jasmine Masters is. She doesn't need to come here and figure that out. Right. Um, I mean, obviously, like you junkie whores is a great, you know, <laughs> great little catchphrase. And I love, I mean, Jasmine Masters, the commitment to pants on the runway, wears pants the whole episode. Mm. The, the look, it's three, it's, it's three different things. And not, none of these are reads because this would be my kind of drag. I said that Jasmine runs a ladies only consulting firm. <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine's attending a luncheon for salon owners in the greater Tampa Bay area. <laughs> And Jasmine's the top salesperson at an autumn wall in Dallas. <laughs> this is the kind of drag I want to see in the world. I None mean, of these are reads. This
1: is how I have an aunt. Uh, she's not really my aunt. She's actually like my dad's cousin. But, you know, mm-hmm. she's an aunt. Um, yeah. Very, very Italian. Her name is Fran. Mm-hmm. Francis. Fran. Fran. Um, Fran. Yeah, Fran. Cousin Fran. Um, cousin Fran. She, co- this is what cousin Fran would come over wearing. Um, at Christmas or Easter like oh she, yeah. yeah she would wear this. she'd already be a little loose, you know, a little tipsy uh-huh. yeah. and she yeah. talks real loud and she she
0: she gives it to you good, you know what's Fran's drink of choice?
1: Oh it's it, it's either just straight vodka or it's a uh, screwdriver in the morning. Oh.
0: yeah oh God bless her. who know to be Rupaul about it who would play Fran in a movie?
1: Oh, great question. Um, oh. Uh oh man, uh, um Olympia Dukakis.
0: Oh okay, wow, yes. wow that's uh, that's that's some royalty right there.
1: <laughs> yes, definitely.
0: Olympia Dukakis, yes. yeah. <laughs> but uh,
1: she'd have to be just a little bit louder.
0: Yeah, yeah, because Olympia, she have to lean in. Right. She's yeah. uh
1: she teaches Italian at a high school still, and she's like in her seventies.
0: Well, God bless. Well, <laughs> Abundanza. <laughs> What? (laughs) So yeah, I just
1: got I got my cousin Fran
0: when Jasmine walked in. I'm like, girl, work. You're going to call my cousin, my cousin Fran. <laughs> my cousin
1: Fran, yeah. Cousin Vinny, yeah.
0: She, yeah. Yeah, she'll get you out of, <laughs> yeah, she'll get you out of prison, yeah.
1: Uh, so we come to the point where we get some season seven shade.
0: Uh, um, the same note, yes. I, I'm just like, okay,
1: I don't know if Monet uh, is listening. Uh, I know she has listened in the past. She's probably very busy now. But I just got to say, season seven had a great snatch game, which let's be fair. Was better than season ten's. Okay, Mary, it was a little bit. <laughs> it was a little bit. <laughs> um, so out of season seven came Trixie, Katia, Violet, Ginger, Kernedy, Mrs. Kasha Davis, and Jasmine Masters, right? So it wasn't necessarily the talent coming from season seven, it was You know, uh, we talked about this, you know, the past month, the challenges were just not suited to that cast. And some of the challenges were just terribly written. Right. And then Monet, on top of that, has the gall to come for season nine, which had Sasha, (laughs) Peppermint, Trinity, Shea Coulee, Mm -hmm. Valentina and Nino Bonina, Osama Bin Laden, Brown.
0: Yeah, they. I I think at one point then they even had... (laughs) Monet like reading All-Stars 1 it was like man girl is this gonna be like Max in season 7 where like you you realize like you're gonna go down like in a fiery blaze like six episodes in like what is happening I mean what Uh, I love
1: about Monet is that she will she'll throw shade and know that she's kind of wrong like she kind of knows it but she'll throw it anyway and and just it like stand her ground, just to, yeah. to keep it going, you know.
0: Shoot the arrow and see how far it flies, so to speak, <laughs> right. you know. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, uh, I definitely think I am surprised. I guess I would actually say more so. I'm less surprised of Monet saying any of this, and more so surprised that so many of these reads were kept in. Oh, like, I see. I'm so, because the because sh- Drag Race is really reading itself. When oh it says yeah. this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because they even had, um, yeah, that's right. Because th- even in the reading challenge, Latrice, yeah. Latrice says, I mean, Shane, against season seven, too. It's very self-aware, right? Now I remember that on S- uh, All-Stars 3, we were looking for all of the references, right? Season 10, we were looking mm-hmm. for all of the references and Aquaria brought them every single week. Um, two past seasons. Uh, you know, and I'll get to the Heather line that RuPaul gives later, which I loved. Right, um, yeah. But yeah, the, uh, you're right. Uh, it is, very it's kind of the joke now that oh season seven was quote-unquote the worst season which you know, right which arguable. and i think you know arguable. for drag
0: race to like make that kind of like be in on that joke with itself it's like well i don't know i mean like not to be rupaul about you know drag you it's like well <laughs> launched a lot of careers <laughs> you know helped a lot of people what was that yeah 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 a lot of joy brought a lot of joy helped a lot of people yeah had an all star a couple all stars you know came from that season, <laughs> not for
1: nothing. I just love that, oh yeah. God, that showbiz. Um, that's showbiz, um that showbiz, yeah, <laughs> I said that to somebody today. somebody was like, yeah, they got sick, and they couldn't go on. I'm like, well, that's showbiz,
0: yeah. <laughs> It felt good. It felt good. It felt Not good
1: good. Um Valentina comes in in this daffy duck and drag look which I just loved. Uh, oh yeah. Glamour yeah. high fashion Latin American diva. I was like, "Girl, you are here to win?"
0: Yeah, I mean, certainly like they were saying on the the pit stop definitely like a nod to Alaska's trash bag oh, look sure, as well. Sure. And like clever to like refer to a winner right uh, in your entrance look. Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean, I think uh I, yeah, I, I think she looks great, and I think I'm very interested to see what happens with Valentina, and I, it's like Mona Lisa. I can't quite tell yet, you know? Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, it's but like that's not a dig. The,
1: the painting's upside down right now. Yes, yeah. so
0: I'm kind of waiting to see how this is going to unfold. I think they have other stories to tell before we really get the Valentina story.
1: Right. I mean, from this episode, you know she's strong and that she should be there, uh, mm-hmm. and what she has to prove is that she did go home too early. For her own mm-hmm. her own doing, right? And she was probably yeah. going to go to the top, maybe win, and yeah, and now she's back to possibly right. reclaim something.
0: Yeah, so she kind of has a lot to prove. I get what you're I saying. I think that I think her storyline is maybe one of the richer ones. Okay, you know? yeah, I'm excited. mean that, that respect, I, I'm
1: really excited to see her because uh, I, I, I do think that she is fabulous. And after listening to whimsically volatile's interview with her, uh, I just felt fell deeply in love with Valentina.
0: I finally listened to it too. And I really, I enjoyed really kind of getting that consistent time with her just being real. Yeah. It was great. It was great. And I think, you know, Katya was just a great energy to kind of mm. bring that out of her and kind of host that. Yeah. Uh, it was great. It was a really good interview. Um, um, before we move ahead. on, can I take a little, little potty break let's, and then let's do it, Mary. Uh, perfect.
1: Okay. And we're back and we have uh RuPaul kind of, uh, gags them all by making them think that there's only eight that are competing. Uh, nobody believed this because they already did the meet the queens and the, the promo and everything. But the queens at the time, I don't think
0: knew, right? No, I think that that was the only gag we were all kind of in on it, except them. Uh, right. So, which is you know fine. Uh, I guess the idea was that we were we knew that Manila and Latrice were coming back, but we didn't know that they might be in team, in a team, which like, then it's like, oh, are they in a team and everyone else isn't? Like what?
1: Yeah. I thought that might actually happen. I was like, maybe that's going to happen. They're going to be a team for like the first four episodes. But then I'm like, that's all weird. This yeah, is, no, no, that's, no. That's bizarre. Uh, um, h- how did you feel about Latrilla being renamed Matrilla by Manila? Did you catch that? No. Oh, Manila calls Latrilla. She says, Matrilla is Back in the house.
0: Wow. Wow. <laughs> All right, revisionist history. Um, Seriously. Yeah, <laughs> you got the illa, you know. <laughs> Why are you going to be so greedy? Um, I, you know, I, I, I love, I, I thought that Latrice was a little mother of the bride, to be honest.
1: Oh, before we go into these looks, I just want to call out the, the Drag Race reference that RuPaul says. She says, who the hell is Heather? Do you know that reference?
0: Yeah, it's from season three. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Stacey, Stacey and Matthews Lane Matthews in yeah. Untucked. Oh, yeah, that's okay. an infamous. Yeah. yeah.
1: I just wanted to point that out. I was so happy mm-hmm. it happened. I was like, oh, I know it. I know
0: yeah. It! <laughs> so the line is technically, it's, who the fuck is Heather? Like, that's. <laughs> who the fuck is Heather? I love that. <laughs> who the fuck is Heather?
1: Oh, man. Oh, Stacey St- Lane, and we'll see her Henny again. Yeah. All right, Mary. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm
0: curious to see, you know, what that how that manifests That's all about. what that yeah what, right. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um okay so yes latrice this look yeah it, the, the hair was great the hair i i like the hair it's just latrice there's something about her when she puts on looks it's very it's easy it's predictable
0: yeah it, it yeah there isn't really more of a more of a pizzazz like a whoa like i think I'm sure there've been some some from season four, but I I think a lot of the times, yeah, Latrice's looks fall a little short for me, and in that way, she's a pizza queen. Where I'm like, yeah, but it's Latrice, you know, like yeah, right. I'm still happy to see her. I just don't know if I love this. This dress is a little Lord and Taylor, you know, <laughs> just a little. My
1: mother would love it. It's oh, a it's a little Aunt, Aunt Fran, you know, or yeah. cousin Fran.
0: Excuse <laughs> cousin me. Cousin Fran. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Aunt uh, sure, Fran. Sure. sure. <laughs> Uh, uh cousin friend.
1: Um yeah, Manila though, uh, it's a wonderful glow up from that iconic big bird moment, right? Like
0: Oh yeah, I took the note. I said Sesame Street, more like Tahini Street cuz she's been mushed. <laughs> 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 um yeah, I uh I thought it was great. I thought okay. this was <laughs> Yeah. All right, Mary. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's a very thick joke. You got to you got to dig in. Uh, sure. But uh, use a little pita chip. But I <laughs> I thought it was I thought this was great. I thought this really like spoke to Manila is a smart cookie. And I think to take a look and instead of doing a glow up to kind of do like a trash up. And yet, mm. still be an elevated look is
1: continue the story. Right? Yeah, it's like yeah, I'm back and I'm back and I'm back, back, back again. Right, you know?
0: exactly. Yeah, it, it's another, I guess, another bird of Drag Race. Uh, yes,
1: yes, yeah, very
0: fair. Yeah. yeah, it's great. I thought it was just really cool.
1: Um, the I think we can move on to the reading challenge. Uh, I, this they did this first last season too, right? Didn't yes,
0: they? yes, they got yeah. right into it. Um, they got right
1: into the reading, uh, which I'm I'm all here for. I will say. Uh, Mary's, if you have not caught the extra readings uh, on VH1 or on YouTube or whatever, go watch the extra reads because Valentina calling Latrice Mystique was oh yeah oh my god that was that was something else Latrice's face I <laughs> was just
0: dying yeah and like that, that moment was great and that was like between Valentina Latrice Manila like they all created a really cute moment it was like. Yeah. Um, during the reading challenge, I can't remember whose read it was, but it was like when the Vixit and Monique were like grabbing each other and running away <laughs> screaming. It was just like it was a whole moment. It was great. Yeah, uh,
1: Monet gives us. I think you love when drag queens do this. Oh, I could never. Here we go. Bitch. Oh
0: yeah. I mean, it, it's a it's a it's a device we've seen. Um, that like I don't yeah. think anyone can do it anymore. But yeah.
1: Um, all the reads were, you know, fine. Uh, I think the standouts were, for me, were Monet, actually, and Latrice. I thought they did the best. And then Valentina. Um, I liked her reads. Uh, the other ones either lacked, like, a punch or if you were Gia, they were just, like, mean.
0: Right. It was just, like, saying mean things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. I I did like, because I knew the reference, I did like when Monique was talking about that video of, of yes. RuPaul in the bodega. Yeah, That's a great video. We'll have to post it on Twitter. It's, uh, yeah, it's great. She says from the 90s, but it's the 80s. It's the 80s. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 80s. Uh, which is just, like, a I It's sort of funny when we were talking about Manila before, people thinking, oh, she's kind of like some people's Lady Bunny. It's like some people see that and think the 90s, and it's like, oh. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, The 90s weren't that long ago, (laughs) doll. You wear it, well,
2: yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Monet's read of Manila Luzon, I thought was clever. You know, emphasis on lose, yeah, yeah, twice, twice. Uh, it was a good topper, funny. yeah, um, uh, topper. Uh, who'd want a topper? I don't even know her. No. Um, Pheromone, um, Pheromone. It, it. She had this hesitation. I just. She's just not very good with comedy or being mean off the cuff. I. J- there was. It was. She
0: just kept stopping too many times. You know what I mean? It almost felt like she was doing this kind of, like, Alyssa Edwards thing of, like, Monique Hart. Like, like, like the, there was just this – Alyssa, I don't – think she's done this where – and maybe it was uh, season five reading challenge, but it was this way of, like, Alyssa kind of failing in an entertaining way, and it sort of felt like Pharaoh was maybe trying to do the same thing instead of trying to do an actually good job at reading. And then uh... – that I wasn't just working think either. she.
1: I don't think she went over these jokes with anybody. You know, like right now, I know I have your name. You look so cheap. It looks like you broke into your piggy bank looking for some change. It's like there's way too many words there. There's right. it doesn't have the punch that reads should have. Right?
0: No, it, it's you know you can see Alaska from your house. Like it's just <laughs> like well, yeah. Thank right. you. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah it, it the reading challenge. I. I I, don't, I was going to say, I feel like they've gotten weaker over the years, but I guess just like season two is just so good. You know, Juju just yes. set the ball. Oh
1: my God, Juju B. Oh, God. So
0: it's just really hard because it was just so good the first oh, time, you know? Fuck. I think they say they um, have a heroine too. Just kidding. <laughs> oh
1: my God. <laughs> um, yeah. Again, Latrice, she had she had great ones, right? Legs, legs, legs. Can we get to the other side of brains with that? Um, I love the Valentina read. That had a triple hit. Which I loved. Oh. Uh, take that thing off your face. Oh, it is your face. Your other one, right? Right,
0: right. Oh, yeah, Latrice was great. She she was definitely in her wheelhouse. That felt like, mm. oh, you would do fine on season two. You know, like right. she was finding that rhythm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I really, I enjoyed Latrice in this challenge. I was happy to see her win. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and she and she's great at reacting too. Like, obviously, that big scream laugh is always is always <laughs> a hit, you know.
1: Oh, uh, what joy! Latrice Royale is back on our TV. I'm I just so happy about. Yeah, her. the
0: Lincoln Continental of drag, <laughs> <laughs> Miss Lincoln Continental.
1: Oh, fuck her! Yeah. I Love her. Um, we get the challenge, the maxi challenge, which we all saw coming. The All Star Spangled Variety Show. Yes, uh, RuPaul is a, is a very big supporter of American and 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 not going into that liberal place of like hating on America but Mm -hmm. believing in like actually we're here we have LGBTQ veterans and we're you know we support them Uh, and that was really sweet the moment here that gagged me was when Farah again she just didn't get it she was like oh i can find my straight husband i just loved hearing uh monique go yeah that was the key word
0: right right it's like no no you won't yeah and even then then there was those moments of like oh or is farah trying to produce a joke that people aren't getting like you know what i mean like i think that that's possible you know
1: well produce a joke that didn't land
0: exactly sure like people yeah. didn't get and it didn't land yeah I'm not right. saying it was and good. there's something
1: yeah, there's something charming about it, right? There's mm-hmm. something charming about watching someone figure it out in front of us.
0: Right. Which seems very earnest. Right, right. Uh yeah, yeah so then we get into the D dragging where I have to say, like, uh, as everyone, including she has said, Latrice is sweaty. Ooh, this queen can sweat. I I I have it, I like it just a deeper appreciation of all the moisture she's holding in under all like that a drag. <laughs> like a sponge yeah she needs to sure yeah uh so yes i just saw a very sweaty latrice and i just had to just yeah. let everyone know that
1: right right and i think with such a big episode uh what we got here were a lot of checkoff guns right just like setting up uh you know trinity doing the tucking tutorial which i don't know why trinity didn't say this or maybe she did but like her Talent wasn't showing people how to tuck. Her talent was comedy. Mm-hmm. And she used tucking to gag us at the end.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that was just kind of like the subject matter. But yeah, her talent, I think it was actually clever. I mean, Trinity is a smart cookie. She knew that if she told everybody, oh, I'm going to do a tucking tutorial, then, or at least this is the narrative they could be showing, that like they're all kind of like not expecting her to do well mm-hmm. and thinking, oh, well, that's not a talent. I don't have to worry about you. And then she comes out with this whole production with a set and like you know a whole story that she's telling like I mean it's it it was impressive uh it was it was super clever
1: and a well-deserved win
0: yeah I I also just obviously I always have to mention whenever a queen is in full face without a wig like Trinity (laughs) was in the workroom I just love that look so much so (laughs) and she was just in her bra and panties it was like look at you
1: Yeah I feel like Monet was doing that too She had she, Literally she just had Like her bodysuit
0: on Yeah right? I just Yeah I love I love a half drag It just You know <laughs> I love to see a play That's just like Queens and half drag You
1: know um, The next day I, I'm, I'm ready to go on The next yeah. day Unless you had Some other things But um, I, I do feel like The all stars know How to do this Right I felt like Naomi and Monique Both did this Where you heard A producer say Okay go talk to Monet About how excited You are right And then you have this moment of Naomi like, oh, are you so excited for the talent show? It's, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm just seeing behind the curtain and it's fine, like I'm, I'm here for it. But uh, she, Naomi to me is reading as a producer's contestant mm-hmm. uh, and giving them what they want. And I think that's a smart move.
0: Well, and I think if you're going to sign up for All Stars, I think there's kind of this understanding that you are you are kind of doing a little bit of a season in quotes, like to an extent, you know? Yeah. And that it there is kind of an understood quality that like this is not just a regular season. This is meant to be, you know, a step up. This isn't just like, you know, this isn't the Olympics that happen every two years. This is the Olympics that happens every four years, you know? Like this sure, is a big sure. deal. I don't know are promoting there's... your brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think that like, yeah, they come in with intentions. They come in knowing that this is like a big platform. And I think- To show up and not be a producer's contestant is like, well, why show up at all?
1: Yeah, I hear that. I I definitely hear that. I I loved Latrice's little uh, moment where she unzips after Valentina Mm -hmm. unzips. I mean, these queens are just all excited and having fun right now. Like, there's no drama yet. I think that it's still very lighthearted. And obviously, Gia, I think, brings us into a more conflicted place later on in yeah. front of the mirror. She's uh-huh. trying anyway, yeah. Yeah, she's trying. Uh, we get that, another Chekhov gun, uh, Monet. I'm putting these on so I don't slip and fall, girl. Mm-hmm. The kiss of death. Uh, we also get Jasmine, how she has no plan. Um, all of this stuff uh, about her her, her viral videos and how it's fine. Uh, and then I think it's Monique who says, Beyonce rehearses.
0: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> to me it was like Jasmine just planning to wing it was like the it, this was like an act one bazooka. I was like, okay, well obviously she's going home because Drag yeah. Race oh the the sort of like morality tale of Drag Race always punishes a queen for not preparing. Right. You know. Right. And yeah. and, and not like taking it seriously enough. And I think mm. you know, I I kind of knew right away that regardless of how poorly anyone else does today, like chances are this isn't going to go well and she's not going to stay.
1: Well, and that's what's interesting about All-Stars because I feel like if Farah lip-synced against Jasmine, Jasmine could have turned it out.
0: Oh, if this was like a traditional bottom two yes. lip-sync. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely Jasmine would have won, especially yeah. for that song. Oh, the stuff right. Jasmine would have done that Farah can't do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ugh. Um, It's a shame that we're not going to see Jasmine lip-sync, but who hey, knows? Maybe we will. Maybe we maybe will. We maybe we I know. bite yeah. my tongue.
1: <laughs> I bite
0: my pillow
1: yeah. what I'm gonna do and I'm just gonna bite my pillow and wait
0: <laughs> doors open uh, <laughs> rest in peace Craigslist
1: uh, oh I was quoting uh, uh, um, Waiting for Guffman so.
0: oh yeah I was just yeah. quoting Craigslist yeah <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace rest in peace um, and rest Craig's. in peace we're recording this the eve of Twitter's demise Of Twitter Tumblr's demise Oh Tumblr's demise Yes yeah. um, um, Update for okay. the Mary Sorry just because They're all worried I'm oh, okay. finding Reddit To be a decent Alternative to Tumblr Not perfect okay. But you know it, it, It's a skeleton As Monique would say It's good to have A skeleton
1: <laughs> Monique
0: Yeah Yeah Monique's Monique Monique yeah. yeah she says that Anyway yeah. That's just a little um, Twitter porn update Tumblr porn update
1: um, What do you think About Trinity's quote I don't remember Gia being the shady if that continues, she will be gone. Hasta la vista, baby.
0: I mean, I think... Um, I don't know. I mean, I think maybe it's, it has to do with the fact that the queens are sending each other home, that people are going to want to get rid of Gia. Oh, I see. You know, right, you're not making right. any friends here. And so the moment yes. you slip up or in the bottom, people are going to be like, you know... Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. get out of here. You know, Did you
1: have more thought? Oh, go ahead.
0: Oh, I mean, I was just going to... Maybe this is what you're leading into, but I, I did really... I think there was obviously some kind of producer prompt of Gia kind of asking, who do you think is going to be in the bottom two? Right. And I, I really appreciate, this is where I see Trinity, the like seasons uh, pageant girl that I love that she knows how to flip it and say, well, if you ask the shady question, why don't you answer first? I think she Mm. did the same thing in season nine. Yeah. I think someone posed the shady question and she got out of answering it by like deflecting it. I I love that move. I just have to say like Trinity Taylor, I I've seen her talk about on Twitter, like, she's dealt with anxiety and whatnot and like you just uh, it's so surprising to hear that because she comes off so unflappable and it's very um you know it's like oh i'd love to i'd love to find some inner trinity some you know and remember to be unflappable at points you know
1: right 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 i did like the discussion that happened the little argument that they had it was great seeing gia go toe-to-toe with trinity and just have trinity just be like nope Uh, And then Gia to be like, well, I've studied this for 15 years. And then Trinity's like, well, I've been tucking for 15 years. Yeah, it was just kind of like a standstill. And I was like, okay, all right, draw Mm -hmm. until next time, bitch. Right,
0: right. And a lot of this, I think, is, you know, is a real testament to the importance of coming into an all star season, like knowing you're the shit, like knowing you're back because you're great. And I think, you know, in that in that video, kind of talking to the queens before they entered, some of them talked about being nervous, but then there's like Queens like Latrice who's like, no, I can't wait. Like she said, like if, if you, if you're good and you like know your shit, then like you have nothing to be nervous about. You just show up. And Trinity had said the same thing. She's like, no, let's do this. I'm ready. And I think even if that's a bit of a front and there are some nerves, that's a great attitude to like, uh, choose anyway, you know, Mm,
1: I choose. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. I, What's interesting to me is Gia Gunn is getting this villain edit and she's saying some mean things, but I also feel like offline, like Gia knows how to be supportive mm-hmm. and is also like a sweet, a sweet girl like doing her thing, you know, and has yeah. a platform. And uh, so I, I'm, I always have to remind myself going forward, watching Gia that, okay, this is a TV show. Okay. Yeah. This is this is a character right now that they're showing us. They are giving us this character. Sure, she said it, right? We also don't know what other shady things are being said by other queens.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, like, this is Gia Gunn's character, you know, and I think there, Obviously, I don't always love, like, when, when folks are shady, but I think no. there's... I think Bianca Del Rio's character is shady, and nobody right. really questions it. Um, I, I know there's nuances and there's differences, but I think... Uh, I just think there's a way to do it and I think maybe Gia Gunn it I think for this to be successful in the same way it is for Bianca I think that there has to be a softening of the edges so that it's not like the Reed of Farah where oh right it it bleeds over the edge of like well now this isn't really artful anymore this is sure. just nasty
1: Well you know I want to uh, call back to another Shady Queen that you don't remember being shady until you rewatch it but Raven mm-hmm. or Raven in season 2 uh, when she was like, well, guess what, Mimi? We did, right? And number third in the rating, I could not believe it, right? It's mm-hmm. like, uh, th- that was great TV, and we remember it, and we talk about it. it. What's the difference between that type of, like, good shade or good kind of aggression versus Gia Gunn right now? Is um, it just the time? Is it just because it's 2018 and we care about these queens?
0: I think that's certainly a big part of it. I think that, so much of what's happening on Drag Race, there is an element of responsiveness to, like, it's kind of a this, this ping-pong of, like, Drag Race responding to fans who are responding to Drag Race, you know, and, and, you know, there is an element of not serving or feeding into that fan base, but there is also recognizing that, like, they, I don't know, you just have to be aware of them because they're very vocal, and um, there's lots of ways for them to interact with the queens. Yeah. But I think that...
1: It's it's something to maybe discuss in a nuanced episode, yeah. right? Of like how they are actually all acting, knowing what this fan base does, yeah, and how they act, yeah. yeah.
0: But I think in general, I think there's so much that it comes back to kind of the heart of reading that it's like, it's it has to become. I in my mind, my understanding of of reading is is it really has to go beyond. The content and more about the presentation and the art of it. It's like, what's your word choice? What's your syntax? What's your rhythm? Mm. I think those are the things that matter. And that like you're kind of using something nasty that queer people have heard all their lives and you're turning it into art. And I think I can respect that. And I think that's what it's kind of supposed to be, but that takes a lot of technique and a lot of understanding that i don't think Gia's is bringing always you know sure sure
1: well we'll see how it goes uh i i I hope Gia stays a little longer but maybe she's gone next episode because this this will get tired
0: oh yeah i mean i i think similar to how season six like it did start to get tired and they're like okay well we got other stories to tell bye exactly (laughs) yeah
1: uh, the run, 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 runway. Um, uh, Rue comes out in hot pink. Uh, yeah. This look was not, it was a little underwhelming for the first episode, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, she looked good. Everything was in yeah, place, she's great. but I, I yeah. think I agree. First episode, I was kind of like, ooh, how is she going to show up? Yeah. Uh, and I was like, okay, great. You look good. Safe. Yeah. You know. Safe. I um, Michelle's, Michelle's hair. Michelle's hair. I mean,
1: but it it looked like a beret, Mary.
0: <laughs> I loved it. I I mean, you know, not to yeah. I loved it too. Yeah, but uh, yeah, sure. Merle, Merle Ginsburg, a, a bit of a beret. <laughs> I but I loved it. I thought Michelle Michelle looked great. And like, not to jump ahead, but Michelle in the Whatcha Packin is like a vision. oh, I didn't watch it. Oh, she looks so cute. It oh, I got So cute. Ugh. Okay. Great. Um.
1: Um. Jennifer Lewis, the mother of Black Hollywood, she. I think you said this to me over text. Like, she really showed up for this gig.
0: Oh, from the beginning. Like, I love just, and even this moment, she, I love that, like, yeah, she's, I wrote that, yeah, she's all hands and neck and talking through laughter and tucked elbows and, like, mm. and, and she's just, like, like in that intro, she just has, like, 27 nuances that happen, and it's great. And I knew from that moment, I was, like, oh, Jennifer, you're you're so great for this gig. Like, yeah. you, you know how to show up for this, and, like not only give us a lot of, you know, over the top moments, but like some real like wisdom and some real catchphrases and some real like oh, truth, you know?
1: Totally. She's it's great. I, did you hear the interview that happened while they were filming this?
0: Uh, the, like on What's the Tea? Was yeah. I haven't listened to that episode yet.
1: Colin, you will listen to it over and over and over. All right. it it's It is, Jennifer Lewis is here to stay. Like oh. I just, oh God, she is so smart yeah so so many wonderful things that were so motivating. um yeah, and it's short too, because it's not I think on that episode they do three different yeah. interviews, mm-hmm. yeah, and hers is I think first, and it's it's like fifteen minutes
0: okay, all right i can I can do that. Um, it's yeah. like Squirrel Friends. We have like little assignments every week. I can oh, there you go, Mary. take that on. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you, Ross. Okay. I'll take that on. Th- thank
1: you. Uh, so we should talk about these uh, performances. Yes, we um, should. Monique Hart, the heart of All Stars 4. Uh, this reminded me a bit of Shangela's opening.
0: Uh, yes, 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 yes. I totally agree. I think it was... I think it was all good. It was all a great performance. Strong, high There's, performance, yeah. high energy. I mean, I, I assumed that she would at least be safe. Even like, and I feel like they never start the show, like in, at least in the editing, with like a weak performance. Sure. Uh, I loved Ross like lip syncing along, like just like l- enjoying himself immensely. I thought that was very sweet. <laughs> uh, I do have to say this. I feel like, you know. There was in All Stars 3, there was, I think it was after Aja like jumped from that box. Is she going to jump from there? And RuPaul had that big stunned reaction. RuPaul is trying to capture lightning in a bottle with the reactions this season. Have you noticed that?
1: I I totally get that. Yeah. This uh, Monique was great. This was not for me, this wasn't the winner because I was like, okay, this is great. Oh, she does a split at the end. Wow. Mm That. Aja just kind of capped that off
0: Yeah so like RuPaul kind of doing The like whoa kind of response I was like girl it doesn't feel proportional And she does it a few more times Where just like I think you're just trying to Maybe get another Emmy I don't know (laughs) I mean I I love it It's a
1: show it's a a TV show I I get why she's doing it She's
0: doing reactions in drag I know but it's just like I remember when they were genuine that's all
1: I switch mean, yes. Yeah. Like after Roxy took off that wig. Yes, exactly, uh, exactly. Oh, I love that reaction. Oh, or when, or when, um, uh, Adore and uh, Trinity Cabonet are like getting together yes. during Vibology, and she goes, <sighs>
0: oh. she wants to bite it. Yeah. <sighs>
1: You know, there's a, a Jennifer Lewis has a moment in this episode.
0: I think I remember that. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, she has a lot of moments. She has so many great moments.
1: Oh, it's it's actually during the next one. It's during Naomi's.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. She has her teeth. She's like, <laughs> yeah. She I, na- now to move on to Naomi's. I yes. I really felt like you know I was saying before about how like reading and kind of like what seems to me like the kind of elements to a good read, and I feel like similar to that. Naomi was kind of capturing what's entertaining about posing and voguing. Like I think she she brought it to life for me. I mean, certainly, it was very ball, right? It was yeah. very kind
1: of like ball culture. I get all of that. Um, I just didn't think it was best suited for a variety show.
0: I mean, it was certainly ballsy to like bring you know, you know ballsy, no pun intended. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't know. I, I expected to like it less, but even watching it the second time. I just, like, loved it. And then obviously that moment at the end with taking the wig off, I thought, okay, this is... She needed to start
1: there. Yeah. I just think that the the act was great and it could have been conceived further from that moment, right? Like, okay, mm-hmm. that's one gag. I can do two more of those.
0: Sure, and I could... That would be amazing. I, I think maybe it's devil's advocate, but the flip of it, the fact that there was only one at the end and it was so weird was was really interesting it's kind of like how jennifer lewis says trinity's reveal at the end it doesn't come when you expect it kind of made it interesting yeah i did expect it sooner but i understand why that's interesting you know
1: every reveal that she did i was like okay she looks fucking amazing she is gorgeous this is fabulous right and i'm like great this is safe uh and I think that if she wanted to be in the top, she does have to embrace this "be more than fashion and looks" thing, and mm-hmm. that's and she's shown at the end.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I kind of I'm in, I'm excited to see what else Naomi is bringing this season, and I feel like she's bringing something. I feel confident about it. Yeah, um, I do. And maybe you'll know this, and I I'm not going to describe it well, but there in her song, there's this little sound. Effect sound thing that is like a staple of house music, and I just want to know what it is. It sounds like the first half a second of an alarm going off, or it sounds like someone yelling, and I can't capture it because I can't do it because I'm not musical, but like what is that? I've heard it for so many years. I know what it is. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, this is a moment. No, no, no.
1: I'm kidding, but I'm (sighs) I'm just I'm gonna gag you right now. Oh
0: it it it, it's pretty (laughs) much that. Yes, that's exactly it. You've (laughs) captured it. But do you know what I'm talking about?
1: no i no. I don't. I'll have to listen to it again,
0: you'll uh, know, and, to, and Mary's who know you. what I'm talking about- Tw- uh, Twitter at all right mary all right at gmail dot com. I need to solve this uh, all I want for Christmas is the solution to this question
1: to all you want for Christmas is to be able to.
0: Compose house music. I just want to make house music. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just turn it on, Mary, while you're in the house. That's what I do. You know, I'm a shut-in. All music's house music. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, shut in, shudder in. Um,
1: uh, Okay, so Gia Gunn, uh, this Kabuki theater performance. Uh, Talk to me. What do you think about Gia?
0: I mean, I thought this was great. I think this could have been in the top. I think it was an inconvenient truth that she put on a great show. I think right. it was so cool that she brought genuine unironic kabuki to drag race. She didn't uh, Yeah,
1: there was it was all very un- unironic. Right? Yeah, was, she didn't try yeah. to
0: add any drag gags into it and I thought that was I thought that was just like awesome. I thought that was really right. cool and unexpected.
1: It reminded me of Trixie's auto heart performance, right? Oh, Where yes. you were just like oh, this is your talent. Like, you're really good at this. Mm-hmm. And I'm not laughing because it's fabulous. But what's fabulous about Gia's kabuki performance is that there was a gayness to it, right? With the parasol, the streamers, the fans, the 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 little feather, what, what am I thinking of? P- petals that come out of the fans. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I think that- Confetti, like, yeah. Yeah, sure, the feathers, confetti, whatever it may have been, uh, glitter. But yeah, I agree. I think that there was a- there was a lot that felt like uh, a relative of drag, you know, mm. and and a, and something oh, sure. relatively campy or relatively queer, not initially campy, but relatively queer in that there was like, yeah, there was that whole spectacle, but it didn't feel like a drag performance. It still felt like genuine mm. Kabuki.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And she failed to get into the top three. Uh, I would have maybe put her. There's another one. Uh, that was in the top with Trinity, because I, I do think Trinity should have been in the top. Um, uh, yeah, I might have switched Gia out with
0: Monique. Uh, yeah, no, I certainly could have seen that too. I mean, Monique was great, but I think um, in terms of like of the 10 performances, performances we saw and what was like most unique and exciting, uh, that was probably a little more exciting, yeah.
1: Yeah, and the storyline, right, of Gia, maybe that's also what kind of kept her out of it.
0: Yeah, 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 certainly. Uh Moving on to Trinity. Uh, oh yes. What did you think about Trinity?
1: I mean, again, this was a comedy act. It wasn't how to tuck. It was. Right. Uh, it, it it was delayed gratification. I did love at the end that we got it. We got to just gag over her tucking abilities. Um, I also loved the audience reactions to mm-hmm. the tuck. Um, but this reminded me of like in Alaska. Yeah. Right. Where it yeah. was like a, a funny performance that was. Uh, well-conceived, right? It was about drag and, and, and it delivered.
0: Yeah, no, I thought it was great. I thought that um, maybe the one thing I would have suggested differently is maybe to not wear the glasses. I know they were part of the look, but I think they took away from some of the nuances of the performance because it was like that talk singing kind of thing. Like, I feel like there was so much about her face that sold that.
1: Oh, I see. So the
0: glasses were a little distracting <laughs> yeah. from seeing all of that. Uh, But I mean I thought
1: the lip sync was funny Yeah
0: Yeah yeah. I love that little See that's Spanish Like I I love that little interjection That was cute Uh, Yeah Yeah. I mean I think I equally think that This could have been edited As a poor performance If they needed to I think that they They could have found ways To make this Like the judges not enjoy this
1: To not laugh Yeah Yeah
0: Yeah to feel that it was falling Uh, flat But they didn't
1: Yeah Um, Pheromone Oh man, just Farrah Groan. You know what I mean, Mary? Yeah,
0: seriously. I mean, she was trying to do burlesque, but it was more like a wagon wheel watusi. You know what I'm saying, Mary?
1: <laughs> wagon wheel watusi. Yeah. Um. So so uh, the problem with this, and why I think it was even more of a glaring error, is that the past two burlesque performances on All Stars, one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You that's- had mm-hmm. Roxy,
1: and Bendela Creme. And then Farah comes out with this burlesque, and it's like baby's day out, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. It was uh, not good. Yeah, it. it I mean, <laughs> you know, the, from the start, like the visuals of it, the aesthetics of it were cool, and like there was, I think she was very much prepared in that respect. I actually think that like the whole idea and all of the elements of it were really good, but it was Farah herself and her energy and her nervousness even before she fell that I think was kind of holding her back a little bit that even if she hadn't fallen, I think she could have still ended up in the bottom three for just kind of not being as engaged as Ben and Roxy were when they did their burlesque. And then obviously when she fell, it's like, yeah, it's a shame that she couldn't pull an Akasha and turn that into a little like swivel. Yeah. Uh, But I think that like, ultimately like that the flaw was more just that she didn't seem to, be, like, feeling her oats the way she would need to, especially for burlesque, you know? Yes.
1: Yes, totally. You know, they showed the judges are shocked, and there were all these, like, sad faces. And then the ultimate gif is Gia smiling and fanning herself. I'm like, whoa. And that was after she gave Farah this compliment in The Talking Head. Yeah. Uh, you know? And I'm like, oh, Gia's, Gia's getting it. She's going to let everybody have it, and they're going to let her
0: have it. Oh, I know. I know. I, I'm... I hope next the next episode is not just a lot of hot air. Like, I hope we get to see some real conversations, you know?
1: Yeah, right. And we maybe we get to see a little bit more humanity from Gia. Like, I don't know.
0: I, I don't want to see her as just 2D. You know? Oh, totally. I think it'd be such a waste to come back and and to just kind of be... Re- it's kind of like Phoebe O'Hara. Like, she came back wanting to show that she was more than what we saw in season four, and then we mostly just saw, like, an extended version of that. You know? Right, right. So uh, oh. it does feel like a similar situation.
1: Uh, so Monet, oh, Monet. It was not a good vocal day. Um, You know, I got to say, she was probably talking all damn day. Mm-hmm. She's probably up real early, up real late. Um, And the first thing that will go is that strong falsetto. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah. she was raspy in the falsetto. It was... A little pitchy you can tell that she has the chops but here's my problem with Monet's her talent right because it was entertaining again she's a pizza queen I was laughing it was fun um I'm a little over the sponge dress right but if you're gonna do soak it up okay do it maybe pick a different color fine yeah she had lots of kicks she had the fake out split uh you know and the awesome jump split at the end. The sponges shouldn't have been flying off of her, okay? But it's like, okay, pizza queen, fine. Um I just wish that she had done kind of a Gia Gunn type of thing or a Trixie thing where she sings opera and she just slays a Basso Profundo mm-hmm. kind of thing.
0: Oh, that would have been amazing if she just like held her spot, and did some, like, fucking opera. Like, that would have been unique. And it would have been, like, it wouldn't have... Grand dab. Yeah. And it it would have actually even, like, surpassed what Trixie or Ginger did because she's not just singing. Like, she's doing singing and... Like, opera is drag. It is such drag that, like... Yes. You can be so over the top that, like... It would totally work, and could even if she really nailed it. Now, granted, after a long day, maybe opera, you know, would have been really hard. But like, if she was able to really kill it, that could have been a top performance of the night. You know, yeah. like the oh, look completely. could have just like been over the top. It could have been a whole thing.
1: You know, it was her chance to show not just her chops but also a look. So I'm yeah. kind of like, ooh, Monet. I, I, God, I love her, and I'm rooting for her, and I want her to figure out this this thing you mm-hmm.
0: know now i the the really the biggest note that i took is you know and i don't you know i don't i don't dance but i've seen this move before and i just called it handlebars and it's when you do this <laughs> with the elbows <laughs> and i was like you're doing bike handlebars and i <laughs> i think they did that in the christmas special as well but that move that handlebars choreography with like your elbows where it looks like you're riding like one of those old 70s bikes it'll get me every time that little like oh th- she's so cute Crunching your obliques. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks so cute doing it. I think Jennifer Lewis had, like, a reaction to that dance move. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And,
0: and that jump split at the end was great. I mean, right. like, to do a cartwheel into a split was just like, well, you know, she gave a show. I mean. Oh, the
1: uh, certainly she was on the bottom uh, for a couple reasons. But, like, yeah, it certainly wouldn't have been one to go home.
0: Yeah. No, not at all. Um yeah. So then we get to Manila. What
1: did you think of that? I feel like this is your type of variety act.
0: I love this. You know, yeah. the, the first time I was like, I don't know about this, but I just, I loved, it was it just like, it was continuing this like story of Manila's of just being so intelligent and just thinking through the details and thinking through not just having one gag, but three. And I yeah. think, you know the one, the one downside I would say is that the, the camera caught this one moment of her painting and having this very like panicked look on her face. But I think a lot of that was hidden by the hair. So a lot of the performative elements, I think were getting lost because she was doing a lot, you know? I see. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. I
1: just thought it was so creative, uh, and just a nice change from the other acts. Yeah. Uh, You know, certainly not a winner. Certainly not the best, right? But, like, very creative, very well-conceived, very well-constructed. You could tell this is somebody that's been in the game for a while.
0: Yeah, like, I I would definitely say this wouldn't be one that would win the night, but it would definitely be one that would win, like, audience favorite or like some kind of special award for like most unique or something most unique
1: most memorable yeah it was a slow burn it was unexpected i thought the song choice was great that's a drag song you know yeah
0: yeah no it was uh I, i loved it and i um yeah i i just feel like if this is the level of thought manila is putting into everything she's done this first episode i my feelings about her being one to, you know, the one to beat, uh, are even more galvanized, as one may say.
1: I hear you. Uh, Jasmine Masters comes out in that pantsuit. Uh, it was, you know, great. I, I, I can never knock a pantsuit. Uh, it was very Liza Minelli. Uh, it was also so Jennifer-
0: very like Beetlejuice. Uh, I wrote, "Turn up the jush and see what see what shakes lush." <laughs> And anytime I see black and white, it's a it's a it's that. a Beetlejuice. Yes. Yeah, I see that.
1: Um, yeah. I, who knows what the editing was doing around Jasmine? Um, it was I will say what they showed was really rough. Uh, it just looked like a funny queen that didn't translate to the stage. And it looked like more people were grossed out rather than laughing you know what I mean
0: yeah I mean basically she was doing a transcript of something that really only worked in the context and in the moment you yeah. know like that kind of content yeah when it's off the cuff and you're just making it like a random Instagram video or Facebook video and you're just kind of like going off like yeah that's really funny because it's kind of coming out of nowhere but I think it's like that thing you know it's like if, if something something great comes up in rehearsal and then you try to do it again like you just can't you can't that the magic is the magic is lost the moment you try to recreate it. Sure. And I actually, I actually don't think there was much editing to this, to be honest. I I think they kind of just showed it as it was.
1: Yeah. Oh, Jasmine.
0: Yeah. We did get to see Trinity once again, saying, where are the jokes? Where
1: are the jokes? Yeah, that was a good one. A good callback. Uh, Latrice Royale. This would have been in the top also for me. Just because it was so goddamn entertaining, uh, um, the flags was also uh, kind of a tribute to the veterans in the audience. Not that she planned that, but there was something there too, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think just like the the gay tradition of flag dancing, like totally. I think it is. It is one of like the queerest thing. Like it's just so. Whenever it's I so think gay. of it, it's so gay. Color guard is so gay. It's yeah. so gay, and just like it just makes me think of like yes, uh, some summer dance party with some guy in short shorts standing on top of a speaker waving yes. a fucking flag around, and I'm like, right. girl, like you are like you are a hood ornament for the SS homosexual, you know.
1: Yeah, I love Latrice. I thought um, it was great. If I were to read her or give her any reason why she wouldn't have been in the top was that I couldn't tell if she was supposed to be lip syncing or not because it just came in and out.
0: I mean, that's kind of like one of those things with Latrice where it's like, oh, yeah, there are once you kind of look a little closer, there's definitely some some gaps and flaws. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. were you supposed to be lip syncing? Because if not, then just don't. Yeah. But if so, then keep doing it. Yeah. Right.
1: It was a good song, you know. Yeah, I, I, I like. I, yeah, Latrice could have been in the top. Uh, I think you could have traded Monique out with uh, a Latrice or um, uh, Gia.
0: Gia, yeah, yeah. Gia Gunn. yeah. Uh, um, Valentina. Finally, Valentina. Yeah. Last but not least. Yeah, I mean, I I think that she's beautiful, and I think there's gorgeous. some great dancing moments. I mean, it, she's ridiculously beautiful. Oh, but she's gorgeous. I guess I. I thought this was great. I thought I thought her talent was being a star, but I I definitely need a little bit more. I need kind of like a, there was some thought in the beginning with the mask and all of that, and I guess I needed that to continue.
1: Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it, it just went on as, it, it reminded me a little bit of Naomi Smalls where it's like, okay, great. You're looking beautiful and posing, right? It's mm-hmm. like, okay, great. You're lip syncing and looking gorgeous. Now what, right? This, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Um, dancing
0: was great, and I could never – I can't get my feet to do anything. I can't even get my brain to think about doing any of that, so it was all very impressive. But uh, I I just think – I just expect more from Valentina, I guess. I just think that she's got more up her sleeve, you know? Yeah, she
1: does. She does. Uh, I was surprised that this wasn't more of a a kapow, Uh, and I think it could have been. I I think all these queens, if you know the first episode, you got to come out – swinging yeah and if i'm going to be perfectly honest with you while i love trinity's as well i don't think any of the queens really hit a home run here
0: no i think there was like the sum of its parts i think latrice's energy i think sure. manila's inventiveness i think um you know I, I i don't know i would say gia gun you know i think just bringing something unique like that. I think Naomi having that moment at the end. I think there's little moments here and there that are like right. all-star moments, but I agree. I think I expected this felt like stuff they would do, you know, in a Work the World tour. Totally. But totally. it's like and it's great, but it's all stars. So It's, it's yeah. all stars. It's it
1: didn't read to me like Tatiana's spoken word
0: Yeah Where you're like Oh I'm seeing something Elevated here This yes. is like I wouldn't see this Anywhere else
1: Right Or Ben de la Creme's Burlesque look Which he has done on tour Yeah but when he, I mean that was That was a highly conceived mm-hmm. Burlesque performance Right it was, th- There was comedy there
0: Right And that's a good point It could be something You've done before But like Bring it to the stage You know yeah. Like do it at an all star level And I, I think You Ben Absolutely did that Yeah Totally
1: uh, so we get some safe queens. We get Gia, Valentina, Monilla, Latrice are safe. Oh, Marys, you all know what happens. You watch. Yeah, the you know the rest. Yeah. yeah, bitch, you know the rest. I guess my top three would have been between um, Trinity, Latrice, Monique, and Gia. I mean, Monique was great. I, I got to give it to her. It was mm-hmm. it was a great performance. Um, Monet gets red for her vocals and her look. Uh, and I when they got to Farrah. They were so kind. The judges, did you notice that the judges during this deliberation, they were all really kind.
0: Yes, yes. There was a. I mean, I think the harshest critique, and it wasn't even harsh, was just uh, Jennifer Lewis saying, "Leave that nervous shit at home. It's boring." And that was which just, I like, loved. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Like I was, it was like an
1: under the Tuscan sun moment, right? Oh, you're boring. You're sad. You know?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, totally. I like. I I took that on board. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Totally. Um, I thought Ross gave great advice to Jasmine. Um, I don't know if she necessarily heard it because I know that yeah. she's she does stand up, but I just don't think I think that something something happened. Something was off here. right? Yeah,
0: there was. Yeah, there was something missing. I mean, she she said, I think, in the what you pack in or somewhere she had said, like, I think her plan originally was to be able to interact with the audience. But then they said, oh, you can't. And so she's like, oh, OK, well, then I'll just do my bad breath video because, like, I know that's funny. And it's, like, you know, to uh, to Ross's point, it's, like, stand-up and being funny are two totally different things. Yeah. Um, And, like, Uh. you can't just, like, pull from a time you were funny and treat it like stand-up. Oh, Jasmine. God, I'm going to miss her. Yeah. Um,
1: So uh, backstage, you want to talk any more about that?
0: Um, Let's see, because we probably covered – ooh, we got a good little tissue over there going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> I hear you I hear you knocking um, Yeah I mean I, I think we've covered everything Except for When they cut back to the judges And Jennifer Lewis Is tromboning for her life Oh
1: my god Jennifer Lewis on that trombone Can that just be a gift we bring Right All right. the time Because uh. my
0: feeling is If you're going to play instruments On Drag Race Play real instruments Not the air instruments We've been seeing From seasons past Totally Play a real trombone <laughs>
1: Um. Yeah. No. It was interesting the way that they edited this. We see the girls talking, uh, without Monique and Trinity and and the bottom two. Uh, and there we hear pros and cons for both. Right. We hear like, Farah, you can't just fold like a card table, and Jasmine is completely unaware of how she, you know, how she fucked up. Uh, yeah. And I think those were the two main points, and it looks like Jasmine went home. Because, you know, Jasmine will be fine and, and she'll be great. And she didn't seem like she wanted it in front of them enough.
0: I think that's a big part of it. I think that Jasmine seemed to have the resolve to continue, whereas Farrah needed to summon that strength. But, like, it didn't really seem like Jasmine cared that much about continuing as much as Farrah did. And I think that, like, a queen... I think can... that's
1: a defense mechanism, too. I well, think certainly. Would, yeah, certainly.
0: Of course. of course, yeah. Jasmine certainly would want to continue. But I think if you're willing to say, yeah, I don't really, if I go, I go. I mean, it's funny. Roxy Andrews was saying that left, right and center in all stars too, and no one would send her home except RuPaul herself. But right. you know, I, yeah, I think, I think this attitude in general of like not really wanting to be there, I think always gets kind of sent home. You know, I think mm. the, the moral is always, Oh, well, listen, you know, a million girls would kill for this job. Yes. You know?
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, wake up six. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about this lip sync. So we finally have a Mariah Carey song, right? Yeah. And, you know, this is I, I I don't know if you know this, T, but uh, Mariah Carey has denied and declined uh, Drag Race from using songs of hers.
0: I maybe heard that somewhere. I mean, it explains why it's been so many seasons and we haven't had any Mariah. Yeah. Right.
1: And and this is the first one. Um, and it is the choice. Like, oh. It is. So perfect.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this was this was great. And it was uh, – I have to give it to Trinity because she – all through season nine, you know, every time we saw her lip sync, it was always dancing and lots of moves. And in some ways, that's kind of, like, part of what why she didn't win the lip sync in the finale. And so I'm really mm-hmm. impressed that she approached this, like – in a full gown, and she was like, I'm not going to be able to dance. I'm not going to come up to the, I'm not going to come to this lip sync the same way I approached the other ones in the past. You're going to see me do it differently. And I, I like that Trinity creates those challenges for herself, you know?
1: Yeah. I, I wonder, do you think Monique, like she, she was going to
0: win this. Um, you know, honestly, the first time I watched it, I thought, oh yeah, Monique should have won and
1: not should have, but like if the wig stuff hadn't happened, you know, like, I think she could have, she would have taken it. Um,
0: I, I actually don't think the wig was, like, it's kind of like Pharaoh with the fall. Like, I don't think that would have, that was a deciding factor. Um, mm. I think it was that, like, it's funny because, in a way, what happened to Monique is what, it seemed to be what happened to Trinity in the finale for season nine, where it seemed like she had kind of run out of steam at points whereas trinity had kind of measured it so that she was able to kind of like do stuff towards the end and not run out of tricks you know she she certainly
1: waited and gave us that moment at the end where she falls and yeah it was there was a grandeur to her kind of bringing the comedy later um the last question i have though is do you did her wig fall off on purpose because i saw glitter like, come out of her wig.
0: I think that she absolutely did it on, on purpose. I think the the intention was to kind of, like, yeah, to drag up the wig reveal, you know, or, or the wig snatch. Um, I also think at the same time, like, Monique, you're a smart cookie. You know that if you're going to take your wig off, you got to have something underneath that. Yeah. Like, that would have been the gag, is if she took her wig off and she's known for her wig coming off and there's a little wig underneath. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. that would have been brilliant. Right. Uh, right. You know, and, and I think, you know, Monique was great, but I think she was kind of emptying the tank it was, at certain points, it was like Kenya Michaels and Latrice, natural woman, mm-hmm. you know?
1: I see what you're saying. Yeah, I I, I wish that the wake hadn't gotten caught, because I think she probably would have put it back on, and it would have been fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I thought that was funny, but I also think it was like, to me, then I, if I were Trinity, I'd be like, great, I need to get your attention again, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. And I do love at the end, you know, I took the note that, like, by the end, like Monique had just gone like full Baptist and Trinity kept things strictly Episcopalian, you know, like she kept the <laughs> gown on, but Monique was on the floor, like, sure, <laughs> receipt having the vapors, you know, like she was having a moment and I loved it. And I feel like I had read some people who were like not into what Monique was doing and I was like, no, it was great. She was feeling it, she was feeling it in her own way. I was into it.
1: Yeah, I mean, she certainly went to a 12.
0: Yeah. I, I, I I mean, I loved it, but the first time I loved it. And then when I watched it again, I was like, yeah, but I guess I see why Trinity keeping it at like an 8.9 made sense, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess if you're going up against that, it's, it's smart to go another way. It was like, um, who was the one that did the comedy, uh, last season? Was it, Oh, it was Ben. Ben Ben just kept doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and I, I mean it, it's certainly, I mean, in terms of cracking the code, like Trinity did a lot of the stuff you're supposed to do. You have to have some kind of comedic facial expression or like nuanced human moment, like two minutes in, you know, mm-hmm. you got to hook them. Mm-hmm. And once you get Rue laughing at that, then he's just watching you the rest of the show. You know? <laughs> right. Totally. Totally. Um,
1: um, Trinity picks the fairest. Uh huh. I, I read the
0: same note. The fairest decision. Uh,
1: the yeah. Fairest decision. Um, I did love how gracious and lovely Jasmine was to Farah. Jasmine. And she was just yeah. like, "You have a lot of talent." Like, oh, you know, I still love you, sis. This was great. Yeah. Um, I, I, I thought that was great for fans to see. I am a little disappointed because now, after the fact, Jasmine has been tweeting like. Uh, I hate her. I have much more talent than her. I, you know, about Trinity and um, uh, Monique. And it's like, girl.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Like, you know, you almost had us. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I, you know, there was that moment when, when Rue says you'll always be an all-star and she goes, yes. And she does that. Like, I don't know what that gesture is that like pump that like that, that knee elbow crunch that people do <laughs> to mean, yes. Uh, yeah. It's like a fist bump um, or a fist pump. Uh, and then, Jasmine has—I don't know if this is her just like—she has this particular runway walk that comes out in pants, in particular that she just she's giving me like head secretary who's just like mm. feeling retirement realness. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, she just I she's, get got it. This, head secretary. she's got this. She's got this kind of like um, the the I don't not a waddle. It's just this way that she walks that is a swagger, a swagger that is so specifically Jasmine and is not a runway walk. And I I just i loved it and it was a great way to see her go oh yeah jasmine
1: uh well she'll be back um for you know when they do the twist
0: at the end that's true yeah um, oh. i i do uh, yes go ahead oh, so yeah no we're gonna definitely see more of her this season i'm sure of that
1: yeah um the one thing that they didn't show that they haven't passed two all-stars is when the queens are eliminated there's like a wait stop kind of moment and they're like what's going on right and they'd cut all of
0: that yeah i was wondering if they were going to do anything like that this season but um yeah i mean i, I it i do think and maybe this is going to be a conversation once we get deeper into the season but i think the production of all stars four is very different but it's a lot in the nuances
1: it's a lot of the nuances i think that they are finding their groove and it unfortunately, might feel a little stale. But I feel like with this cast that is so aware, that's aware of the fans, that is so talented and funny, uh, I think I think it'll be a good season. I am very excited uh, after this episode. I was, granted, underwhelmed, you know, in general by the Variety Act, but uh, I did love the cast. I did yeah. love everything outside of it, you know?
0: Yeah, I wonder if this season, you know, in response to Movie All-Stars 3, or maybe things are not responsive, but I think in comparison to All Stars 3, I wonder if this season's going to try to stay out of the cast's way more and let just the competition happen, you know? Yeah. I think yeah, All Stars 3 so. it felt like there was there was a sense of meddling the whole time.
1: Right, with Thorgy and yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah.
0: So, um yeah, I am you know, I, I'm I'm excited to see what happens next. I I'm going <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> to find out because I'm going to watch.
2: You're going to watch.
1: I do have to say I love the ending song. I love that it's all born naked and the rest is drag that they danced oh, to at the end. Oh, that was like
0: the remix. Yeah. I ooh, love that. Ooh, who do you
1: think you are? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. And it's great. I love that song.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a good, that's one of, yeah, I think that's one of Ruse, especially that remix is like, ah, oh, Okay. Here we yeah. go. This is good. Yeah, you it's found bop. one. It's a bap. It's a bap. Yeah. Uh
1: all right. So, Marys, that's that's all we got for this episode one of All Stars Four. Mm-hmm. Uh very, very excited to continue to watch. If you have any thoughts of your own, uh feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at all right Mary. Or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com and email us through there. Or you can just go on over to your email and email us directly at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. If you want, you can follow me, uh, Johnny, on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Also.
0: And of course you can get more of me on my podcast in the details a celebration of nuance um i just put out part four of cherishing valerie exploring what happened to valerie cherish on the comeback after the hello 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 yes after it was cancelled in season one and picking up you know the exploration of season two valerie uh so you can she was right she was right so you can check out that you can get more of me on twitter at colin Drucker, and you can get more of both of us at patreon.com backslash all right mary where you know if you're a matreon you get a bonus episode every single week and now is a great time to become one if you're not because we are doing the most requested matreons this month uh we we
1: just did two wong fu and mrs doubtfire yeah and uh this week we are doing the bird cage
0: yes so um someone has to like me best that's I think that's actually my favorite quote from that movie is because you know, it's Diane Weiss, for God's sake. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that's you know what to do. get Bitch, get into, Bitch, it. Get into yeah. it. And while you're getting into things, get on over to iTunes and leave a five star rating and a positive review because like a new season just started and Mary's need to know what podcast to listen to if they're looking for one. And yeah,
1: there you go, Mary
0: We're not a bad one to have in the mix
1: We have a Last Chance lip-sync for you um, This one I thought was really appropriate It's a song that I don't think is very new uh, But it's by an artist that I kind of only thought of as like teeny bopper uh, But she has certainly developed uh, in the past you know, year, two years um, And I like this song because it's how I hope we enter All Stars 4 and Season 11 um, With love and not hate. I think that there's a lot of hate out there right now, especially in our community. Um, and I hope that we can just learn to be kind to these people that are on TV uh, and give and show them kindness and, you know, root for your fans, root or root for your fans. Root for the ones you love uh, and say love. Uh, and, you know, you don't have to put anybody else down when you're doing that. You know, you really don't. Uh, so this Last Chance Lip Sync is by JoJo. And the song is
0: Say Love. I uh, dido. Uh bye Marys.
2: But you just say